This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Two basketball fanatics meet in a Cleveland bar and bond over their love and hate for superstar LeBron James. That's the premise of the new Steppenwolf theater play King James. Its humorous approach shows what it takes to sustain close friendships, especially brand new ones. And for basketball lovers, the show delivers on all the memorable highlights and sports stats your heart desires. Joining us now is Rajiv Joseph. He's a Steppenwolf Theater ensemble member and the playwright of King James. Hi, Rajiv. Welcome to Reset. Are you there? Hi, Sasha. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome to Reset. I uh, I watched King James over the weekend, and I, I thought it was very Great. charming. I thought it was super funny. How did you, you know, how do you feel about the the play getting its world premiere here in Chicago? I'm just so thrilled to be here in Chicago, working at Steppenwolf Theater again, and especially with this play that has been a really long time coming. It was supposed to have been produced at Steppenwolf two years ago, right in April of 2020, but of course got postponed because of the pandemic and. The fact that we can be together again inside theaters doing uh, doing a play again is is really remarkable. Yeah. Well, well, take us back to the beginning, Rajiv. How did you come up with this concept? So I'm from Cleveland originally, even though I've been living in New York the last 20 years or so. But I'm a big Cleveland sports fan, Cavs, Browns, Indians, now Guardians. And I was especially enamored of LeBron James uh, and his his basketball prowess in Cleveland mm-hmm. and the fact that he brought us our first championship in my lifetime and so far our only one. And so I had a real affection for him and felt that he was really significant uh, for the city and for the fans there. And as his career became longer and longer and, you know, I was tracking my own life, you know, by comparing it to like, you know, when he came into the league, I was still in graduate school and now, you know, I'm in the, the, my middle of my career, and he's, you know, still the highest scoring player in the league. And mm-hmm. so there's something about the passage of time and being a sports fan that um, inspired me to write this play. Well, uh, you know, I, there's no surprise then, of course, then you telling me that story about your uh, your affiliate, uh, affection for basketball, that you would then turn that to your, your craft. Talk to us about the plot. What's the storyline about in King James? It's about two guys who meet uh, at the age of 21 in a bar, and um, they they bond immediately over their shared love of basketball, of LeBron James, who at that point is a rookie in the league. And the play jumps ahead in time. There's four scenes in the play, just like four quarters of a game, and each scene kind of jumps ahead in time and attracts moments of LeBron's um, you know, significant moments of LeBron's in Cleveland. So, like, when he leaves Cleveland, when he comes back, and when we win a championship. And then each time we see the, the way this relationship between these two young men have changed. And we, I've always described it as, you know, how a two guys' relationship, their friendship, yeah. is marked by their competing opinions of LeBron's, uh, you know, greatness or lack thereof. For sure. And why did you decide to write the story for a two-person cast? I kind of immediately did. I, I tend to like two-person plays. This is the fourth two-person play I've written, and I've always thought two-character two, two plays are like motorcycles. You know, they're fast and a little dangerous and hard to maneuver sometimes, but yeah. um, when you when you get them moving, uh, they're really thrilling. Well, let's hear from Glenn Davis, who's joining us now. He's one of the actors in the play, and he's also the co-artistic director at Steppenwolf. Hi, Glenn. Glad to have you on the show. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, Glenn, you play the role of Sean, who is one of the two friends from Cleveland featured in that play. Talk to us about your character. Yeah, Sean is is a huge basketball fan. And uh, when he meets uh, Matt at the top of the play, they bond immediately, as Rajiv just said, over their love of basketball, and more specifically, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And so you learn a lot about Sean over time, you know, about his relationship with his parents, uh, his relationship to money, his relationship to the city of Cleveland. And he has some big aspirations, some huge dreams for particularly for a guy of his uh his socioeconomic background in terms of what he wants to do with his life. And, and he's in a lot of ways inspired by LeBron's story. So you can, you can sort of uh, yeah. watch uh, what he, what he endeavors to do based on his love of um, his love of sports. Yeah, we really get to see the arc of, of Sean's character. I mean, even down, it's funny you mentioned his relationship to money, even down to, you know, his clothing, right? His Your costume yeah. changes throughout the uh, the show. <laughs> I remember folks beside yeah, me in yeah. the audience, you know, in your final outfit saying, woo, <laughs> as you came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, oh, he's, he's made it to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. exactly. It's quite a journey there. Yeah, how'd you prepare for the role? Well, Rajiv and I have been in conversation about this play for, um, I want to say, four, maybe five years, almost five years now. So when Rajiv first had the idea, uh, as, as Rajiv is, is prone to do, he included he included me early on, and we would talk through uh, some characteristics of, of Sean and the world itself. And so a um, funny thing happened, you know, in the middle of us planning to do this play, a pandemic. And so um, it sort of extended the timeline in which we were able to sort of look look at um, these characters in this world and the prism through which we see them now, particularly given that Sean is um, uh, African-American. You know, uh, so, so much has happened in the last two years with regards to race in this country. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of conversation about what it means uh, when, when uh, race comes up in this play between a white man and a black man. So um, so it's been a journey, and the preparation was, uh, in, in large part, dialogue with Rajiv and um, and our director, Kenny Leon, um, and the other actor, uh, Chris Perfetti. Yeah, what's it like playing the role opposite Chris Perfetti, who, for those listening, he's currently starring on the TV show Abbott Elementary. Um, I personally loved watching your chemistry. It was It was very fun. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest compliment uh, for an actor, particularly when you're doing a two person play, is that when people say, "Hey, you all have great chemistry," yeah. and it's like, "Okay, great, we 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 did our part," you know. Um, the, the I saw I saw Chris in a play uh, called The Low Road at the Public Theater a few years ago, and I was immediately just taken with him, and I just thought, "Wow, he is phenomenal," and um, obviously he's he's. Uh, his show yesterday just got a second season, uh, the show you just spoke of, uh, Abbott Elementary. So we congratulated him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I think he, his work in this play is stunning and it's, he's always surprising. Um, he, he, um, he just does, he handles this, this character with so much care yeah. and in lesser hands, um, you might, you might think certain things about this character, but you grow to love him. And I just think he's, he's, He's done such an exceptional job of carving out such a beautiful portrait of yeah. Matt. I love work. I love work with him I every wanna, day. I want to talk about a particular scene, and, and Rajiv, I'll get you to weigh in in just a moment on this as well. You know, this one stood out to me. This was when your character Sean gets into a heated argument with his friend Matt, played by Chris, as we just mentioned. 
And this is after he criticizes LeBron James. He says LeBron should, quote, know his place. What do those words mean to you, Glenn? And and have you ever gotten into that or a similar situation or gotten a similar message from someone in your life or career? Hmm. That was that was to me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that I have had uh, moments in my life that weren't exactly it, but were um, sort of how, how I say, sort of racially charged um, in a way. I remember talking to a friend of mine years ago. We were just out of drama school, and I was asking him. I was asking him. I've told Rajiv this story before. I think we were talking about our favorite actors, and I said um, he asked me who my favorite actor was, and I said Denzel, and I asked him who his favorite, and he said um, Daniel Day Lewis, and then I said, um, "What do you think of Denzel?" And then he said, "Definitely the best black actor." And I remember in that moment really taking stock of where I was in that friendship and trying to have grace with with my friend um, and realizing that we never really engage in the conversation in and around race mm-hmm. or ethnic background or, and, you know, to really, because he didn't understand the sort of complicated nature of what he just said. And uh, if we weren't friends, I, you know, I might have been like, hey, man, that's racist. But in the moment, I was like, hey, man, you just attributed race to a conversation that had nothing to do with it. And it was a learning moment for both of us because he responded with, I am so sorry. Mm. I really, I really just didn't, I I spoke, spoke flippantly and I didn't realize the harm that I caused. So Mm. not exactly the same moment, but I think when when viewed through a certain prism, you can say, Hey, that's not necessarily racist, but you just rate, you know, you ascribed race to something that had nothing to do with it. Rajiv, what were you trying to communicate with that scene where he says LeBron should know his place? Well, one of the things that I find remarkable, uh, not in a good way, about LeBron's uh, decision to leave Cleveland and the, and the reaction is that, of course, the city was you know, upset and angry with him, but how quickly that anger, in many ways, uh, turned into racially coded language. And suddenly it became very ugly. And I and I started thinking about the relationships that people like LeBron and other athletes have with their communities, especially when, you know, they can go from being, you know, a hero to a despised person so quickly and then what what sort of emotions come out of that. And um and and and, and so the part of what I'm getting at with this play is, you know, it's not just about sports and being a sports fan, but actually how sports impacts our culture and our dialogue as a, as a culture. And so there's no way of talking about sports, especially today without talking about race. Does LeBron know about this play? Did you have to get any kind of clearance? I don't know know if LeBron himself knows, but his, uh, his sort of gigantic media apparatus um, (laughs) is aware of his team. Yeah, I was curious. Talk to us about some of the other folks involved, Rajiv. You know, you've got uh, director Kenny Leon and uh, that really cool DJ, Chloe Janelle. She kept us entertained from beginning to end. <laughs> well, Kenny Leon is my first time working with this esteemed director, and it was Glenn who really had the idea of bringing Kenny on board to our team. Cool. And it has been an eye-opening and inspirational experience working with him. I think he is one of the finest directors working in the world. 
and his insight and guidance in this process and his, and his artistic vision, which is what brought on our DJ, Chloe, to the to this, you know, presentation um, is was, was, was so, you know, in, integral to what you saw the other night. Yeah. Sasha. The energy was just, it was incredible. She was great. Um, what do you hope the audience takes away from King James, Glenn? Well, well, the great thing about this play, as in many of other, uh, many of Regine's other plays, is that you come in thinking it's about one thing, and you're completely taken and surprised because he um, he has this sort of sleight of hand, and then you walk away going, "Oh wow!" and you're hugely affected. Um, and I think that th this play does exactly that. Um, I and I think what I've found that a lot of people have taken away from it is that as much as they they might think they know about fandom or sports, something is illuminated here, mm -hmm. something deep, something um, that's not trivial, something that is sort of well-explained and elucidated on Rajiv's part, um, that there is something spiritual about being a sports fan. There is something, he, he, there are several lines in the play that put sports right next to religion in certain ways, and you look, you look at them and while they're they're very different on some level, they're in, in a um, base level. Yeah. It's, it's pretty similar. You know, you're born into it usually. You know what I mean? It's a matter of circumstance and environment and location, and you don't have a choice over it in many cases, right? Or, or you or you think you don't. So I think that what people come away from this play realizing more and more is that we're we're, we're way more similar than we are different. Yeah. And um, if if we can just uh, have one person at the end of the play go, hey, I had a difference with someone five years ago or five minutes ago, and I want to reach out to them, yeah. and I want to make things right. Um, I think I think that's what I want to, um, what people to come away with. That's a great point. 20 seconds to go. I have to ask you both this very important question. LeBron or Jordan? Glenn, you first. Come on, got to oh, answer. Man. I got <laughs> Quick. Jordan, it's not even close. Rajiv? It's LeBron, and I know that Jordan fans are very sensitive about it and don't like to admit it, but they all know in their hearts it's LeBron. That's Rajiv Joseph and Glenn Davis of Steppenwolf Theater. The new play King James is on now through April 10th. Thank you both. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.